Hello, and welcome back to Books on Top of Books podcast. First of all, I just want to apologize to you guys for my dumb moment. So, as my, some of you might know, I posted last week a podcast on The House on Mango Street by Sandra Cisneros. Well, I, yeah, I posted an episode, but I didn't add the segment to the episode. So when you got on Spotify or iTunes or even on Anchor to listen to it, there was nothing to listen to because I forgot to put the actual recording on there. So I just want to apologize and we're just going to skip over that book for now because I'm very eager to start the series. Um, before I let you guys in on the book we're doing today, which you've probably already figured out by the music if you recognize it, um, I would like to do a shout out to my friend Bookshelves of Lipstick. Um, in my last podcast on Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen, um, the last one you guys would have been able to listen to, <laughs> oops, um, I mentioned that that was a podcast available now on Anchor, and it's really, really good. Well, it is also available on Spotify and iTunes and all the other places except for YouTube. Sorry, we don't offer podcasts on YouTube now. Uh, so you guys can go listen to that. It's really good, so support um, Bookshelves of Lipstick. And hopefully Bookshelves of Lipstick and I will be doing a collaboration soon. I'm not sure when, but hopefully very soon. Um, the podcast is called Bookshelves of Makeup. Okay. So, obviously, if you've seen the movies or read the books before, you recognize this music and you know what we're doing today. Um, I'm starting a podcast series on Harry Potter. Woo! My favorite book series in the whole wide world. Last time I said Pride and Prejudice was my favorite book, and that is true. It's my favorite classic novel, but Harry Potter is my favorite series. So, um, every Sunday, which is what I've been doing so far for my podcast, or maybe I'll start doing podcasts twice a week now, Sundays and Wednesdays, that could work, um, I'm going to do one of the Harry Potter books, and I'm going to do them in order so that everything makes sense. Hopefully, I don't offer any spoilers to people who haven't read the books before, but most of the people listening to this are probably people who've read the series before. I know it's a very popular series because J.K. Rowling did such a great job with it. Um, so I really, really hope you guys enjoy this. Um, this was actually requested by a great, great friend of mine. Um, I've been friends with her for years and years and years and years, like since I was one. And, um, she requested this, so this is for you, best friend. Um, let's get started. So today... We're going to do Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, book number one of J.K. Rowling's amazing Harry Potter series. Um, I'm so excited. I'm actually sitting here in my very, very comfortable Harry Potter sweatpants, which I'm going to do every time I record this series, and I cannot wait. So, let's start our summary. Here we go. All right. Harry Potter has never been the star of a Quidditch team, scoring points while riding a broom far above the ground. He knows no spells, has never helped to hatch a dragon, and has never worn a cloak of invisibility. All he knows is a miserable life with the Dursleys, his horrible aunt and uncle, and their abominable son Dudley, a great big swollen spoiled bully, that's an awful. Harry's room is a tiny closet at the foot of the stairs, and he hasn't had a birthday party in 11 years, but all that is about to change when a mysterious letter arrives by Owl Messenger. A letter with an invitation to an incredible place that Harry and anyone who reads about him will find unforgettable. For it's there that he finds not only friends, aerial sports, and magic and everything from classes to meals, but a great destiny that's been waiting for him, if Harry can survive the encounter. 
Ah, okay. If I had never read this series before, and I read that summary, I would immediately buy all the books. Like, well, maybe that's because I'm a crazy person. I'd, I'd probably only buy a couple of the books, but oh my gosh, so good. Um, Before I continue on to the next part, I... Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about something. I started reading this series when I was in sixth grade, and I tried all the tricks, but my teacher knew all of them. Um, I probably read this book series in about two weeks, um, which is about two days a book, um, because I loved it so much, and I would read it during class, because I didn't want to read it at home, which is probably why I'm bad at math now, because I was not paying attention in sixth grade don't know um anyway um i just wanted to read my series and i would get in trouble all the time but i didn't care i just wanted to read my series um so mrs gordney if you ever hear this podcast or you're listening to it i'm sorry for not paying attention in your class and for reading my books instead but i really really couldn't resist and i know there's no excuse and my education is very important to me and in sixth grade i was pretty immature so I just want to apologize for not focusing on your class. Alright, since that's done and over with, and you all know a whole bunch about me now. <laughs> sort of. I don't know. Um, we need to move on to our characters. And if you've read the books, you already know them, but please bear with me because there could be some people listening to this that have never read the books. So, um, Harry's parents are not alive. Um, they were killed when he was one ish he was about one um he lives with his aunt and uncle and his cousin dudley his aunt is petunia Ver dursley and his uncle is vernon dursley and then dudley dursley is his cousin um they're muggles and i'll probably use that term a lot and you'll also hear it when i read quotes from the book or little snippets um muggle means non-magic person and a witch or a wizard is someone who is magical obviously um, pure blood means that they're full wizard, so their mom and their dad are witch and wizard. Um, half blood means your mom or your dad was a muggle and the other one, either your mom or dad was a witch. So you might have your mom is a witch and your dad's a muggle or the other, th other way around. Um, and then muggles actually are permitted to go to Hogwarts too, some of them. Like Harry's friend Hermione Granger, who he meets later in the book. And then pure blood ron weasley who has a huge wonderful family absolutely beautiful characters um is another friend of harry's draco malfoy is also a pureblood and he ends up being the enemy in the story and harry potter meets him around the beginning of the book when he goes to diagon alley um harry is a half-blood his mom was a witch and his dad was a muggle no, 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 sorry. His mom was a muggle and his dad was a wizard. I was trying to figure out why that sounded wrong to me. Um, okay. So Harry also meets a couple of teachers at Hogwarts. He meets Severus Snape, who is Slytherin head of house. Um, he meets Professor McGonagall, who is head of Gryffindor house. He meets Albus Dumbledore, who is the headmaster of Hogwarts. And he also meets Professor Sprout who I believe is head of Hufflepuff, and Professor Flitwick, who is head of Ravenclaw, and he is the charms teacher. 
Um, those are all teachers he meets. He also meets Crab and Goyle, who are um, basically Malfoy's cronies. So there's our characters. Um, before I get too far in, the there are four houses at Hogwarts. They're organized by a sp specific characteristic or personality trait. So Gryffindor um, is brave and basically crazy, would do dumb stuff. Um, Ravenclaw is wise and quick-witted. They're, they're smart. Hufflepuff... Typically, you would associate Hufflepuff with lazy, but they're supposed to be really nice and very loyal. And then Slytherin, and Ron actually says that there's never been a good witch or wizard come out of Slytherin. So they've all been bad guys. Um, It's four houses, so when I mention Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Slytherin, or Ravenclaw, now you know. If you haven't read the series. If you have read the series, you already knew that, and you're probably like, hurry up, get on to the next thing. So... I'm going to get on to our interesting facts now. Um, the first one is actually at the beginning of the book, and I'd like to read a little bit of it to you. Um, so, here we start here. As the snake shook its head, a deafening shout behind Harry made both of them jump. Dudley, Mr. Dursley, come and look at this snake. You won't believe what it's doing. Dudley came waddling toward them as fast as he could. Out of the way, he said, punching Harry in the ribs. Caught by surprise, Harry fell on the concrete floor. What came next happened so fast, no one saw how it happened. One second. Piers and Dudley were leaning right up close to the glass. The next, they had leapt back with howls of horror. Harry sat up and gasped. The glass front of the boa constrictor's tank had vanished. The great snake was uncoiling itself rapidly, slithering out onto the floor. People throughout the reptile house screamed and started running for the exits. As the snake slid swiftly past him, Harry could have sworn a low hissing voice said, Brazil, here I come. Thanks, amigo. The keeper of the reptile house was in shock. But the glass, he kept saying, where did the glass go? Um... Okay, if I made glass vanish, I'd think, huh, that's weird. I wonder if I should talk to someone about that. Someone who knows about, I don't know, magic? Like, come on, Harry. I know you don't know anything about magic because you've never been taught about it, but dang, you, you have to figure that out. There's no way you can release a snake sea glass, just disappear right in front of your face and not think, oh, did I do that? Oh, and in the movies, it pictures him as mad. Like, he sees that he does it, and it, it's not weird. Like, hey, I'm not going to go and ask someone if they know, which I guess is kind of reasonable, but still. Like, ah, crazy. Um, If I did something like that and I felt like it was me or I heard a snake talk to me, I'd probably think I was crazy. Unless I'd already read the series. And then I would not think I was crazy. I'd be like, oh, I guess I get to go to Hogwarts. Um, and for some reason, he doesn't tell his friends about it. So, next interesting fact. Interesting fact number two. I guess that wasn't really an interesting fact. That was kind of like a ah moment. Um, so... Next interesting fact is that um, only wizards know about Hogwarts. No one can see it. So even though Hogwarts and Diagon Alley and the Leaky Cauldron and all of those places 
are just right in the middle of the world, like, muggles can't see them. They're just, they're there. They're in the regular world. They're not in another realm, you know, like in Thor, where he's in Asgard, and then we're in a totally different realm in, I guess we're in Middle-earth or something like that. I don't really remember. They're in the same world as us, but we can't see any of that, and I think that's a really cool part of the book that J.K. Rowling put in there. So, um, that's all the interesting facts I have for today. Um, there's not really, I have a lot of questions about this book, um, and I don't want to spoil anything by adding too many interesting facts, so sorry if the interesting facts were kind of boring or short. I'll try to make the next one better. I'm really trying to improve these. Um, let's get on to our age recommendation and, like, who I would recommend this book to. So, um, my recommendation is just read the book. I would recommend the book to anyone, especially people who think magic is really fun. Don't start believing that magic is real and you're a wizard or you're a witch because that's just going a little bit overboard, but it's okay to be like, hey, Harry Potter is so cool and I love the series. Um, it's a great series. It's really, really fun to read. Um, so I'd recommend it to anyone. As a matter of fact, I would probably really like if my mom read it to me or my dad or even my older sibling, but I don't have one because I'm the oldest. <laughs> um, but I would like if someone read it to me. So if you would prefer to read the book to someone or have it read to you, that's a great way to have it read to, especially when that person does the voices differently for everybody. But it's a really great series, so I would recommend it to anyone no matter how old you are. Um... Book rating, I give it a 10 out of 10. Best series, I give the whole series a 10 out of 10. So, we're not going to need to do the book rating again. And we're not going to have to do age or recommendation. Uh, we might actually have to do that again. But we're not going to have to do characters again in the next podcast. Because, unless new ones are introduced. And I will um, let you know about the new ones that are introduced. Hopefully I don't forget. Um, also... So, my friend, for the longest time, wasn't allowed to read this series because um, her parents either felt she wasn't old enough or it's because they're Christian. Um, if you're a Christian parent and you're hearing this, this will not affect your child's faith unless you tell them, oh, it's okay to believe it's real, it's okay, you know. This will not. This didn't affect my faith and this shouldn't affect anyone else's. This is just a fun series to read about magic it's not trying to teach you that magic's real it's not trying to teach you spells it's not telling you go brew a potion it's just a fun amazing book series to read so if you're a christian parent and you're listening to this please don't stop your kid from reading this really well-written amazing series just because you feel like it will affect their faith it won't i can tell you right now it won't please please let them enjoy this series it's so good okay uh, if you've already read the series, good for you. If you haven't, go pick up a copy of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone today and start reading the series because it's amazing. Um, that's all I have for you guys today. Hopefully next week's will be better. This kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> I forgot I needed to do another podcast because it's kind of been a while, especially since my last one didn't work. So don't forget to, uh, um, subscribe to my podcast um, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Anchor, wherever. And don't forget to go listen to Bookshelves of Makeup, a book f- podcast about books and makeup.
Alright, have a great day, everybody. Talk to you in either a week or a couple days, depending on when I record my next podcast. This is Books on Top of Books, signing out.